Hi, welcome back to Idgits and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. Today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 18, called Something Wicked. We start in Fitchburg, Wisconsin. A little girl is saying her bedtime prayers and getting into bed. Her dad kisses her goodnight, and she asks him if her mom is coming home. He says no. She's spending the night in the hospital with her sister. Also, I just have to point out that, like, the little prayer thing that she says is not the right one. Oh, what is the right one? It's like, because if, so it was the, now I lay me down to sleep. So... The only version that I know is I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Mm-hmm. And it was something like, uh, oh, I don't even remember, but it was not that. And I just remember like sitting there going, what is happening? <laughs> was it like more sinister? No, it was nicer. Oh, really? It was way nicer, which I was surprised about. I was like, oh, this is like cute. This isn't like, if I die before I go to sleep, take me with you, Jesus. You know? oh. <laughs> or if I die before I go to sleep, if I die before I wake up. You know? That's hilarious. Anyway. I didn't notice. I was just like, that must be the right one. No, it was really weird. I mean, you know, to be fair, there's probably how many versions of that prayer. Yeah, I don't but know. But still. You know, yeah. Weird. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so the dad turns off the light and closes her bedroom door. It's really windy outside, and tree branches keep knocking and scratching at her window. Okay, Mm-mm. that is so creepy. No thanks. I like, how does that even happen? Who has trees next to their windows like that? Like, is that a real thing? I mean, to be fair, I used to until they got cut down. Really? And that used to happen? The birch trees. They wouldn't scratch at the windows, but like every time it got really windy, because birch trees are like super tall and skinny, and they're like, they can't hold themselves up very well. Yeah. Like, they go, back and forth, and I was just like, ah! Oh my god, that is terrifying. And like you knew it was the trees, but you could like literally hear them creaking and like bending with the wind. And I was like, oh no. Uh, Oh no. (laughs) That's messed up. It was terrifying. Uh, um, So the little girl is totally freaked out and she's hiding under her covers, um, as you do. I mean... I've told you the story about me sleeping with right. my under the covers. So. <laughs> like, that's what covers are for. That's what they're for. Uh, we see through the sheer curtains the silhouette of a long bony hand. It opens up her window, and we see the shadow of whatever it is coming towards her bed. It pulls the covers down, and it's a hooded creature. It opens up its mouth, which starts to glow. And then the girl screams. And then we get our opening title sequence. Okay, is it just me or did this thing look like one of the Dementors from Harry Potter? Oh, it totally looked like a Dementor. Like sucking out the soul and everything. Yeah. The only difference was that like the mouth was actually glowing instead of just the stuff coming out of the person that was glowing. The glowing mouth thing kind of reminded me of Pennywise from It. Not so much from like the movie, but just from like the books. It's got like, you see like dead lights, which is a pretty ambiguous term. Huh. Whatever, it's cosmic. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, Sam and Dean are driving in baby. Their dad has sent them coordinates to Fitchburg, Wisconsin. Sam says he's been looking for a case there, but all he can find is uh, a big steaming pile of nothing. <laughs> Dean says not to worry because he's sure there's something in Fitchburg that needs killing. Sam's like, how do you know... And Dean says, because I'm the oldest, which means I'm always right. That's not the truth. Okay, let me be real. I'm the oldest, so I'd like to think that I'm always right. Yes. I mean, I'm not. I'm probably right more often than I'm not about certain things. Uh-huh. But you can never be right all the time. Right. It doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> I just think it's funny that Dean is, like, falling back on that. You know? Just because I'm the oldest, that's why. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> So they stop to get some coffee, and Sam is watching a playground like a total creeper. I'm like, um, <laughs> are you on a list somewhere? Yeah, <laughs> like, what are you doing? That's not okay. Uh, he tells Dean the place should be crawling with kids right now, but it's pretty empty. Dean goes and talks to a woman at the playground and asks her why it's so empty. Um, this woman is totally played. Um, she was already in an episode earlier. She was the nurse what? in the hospital. This woman he talks to. The what actress. Um, I don't know. Some previous episode hospital. She also plays Hannah. The. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> later on. Wait, what? Yeah. It's the same actress. I did actress. not make that connection. I did. I really, really love this actress. So I was like, it's her. And she's I already your hand motions in it. The. <laughs> yeah. I have to motion what kind of creature. <laughs> she is. <laughs> Um, okay, so he talks to this woman and he asks her why it's so empty. She says, a bunch of kids have been getting sick. 
Dean asks her how many kids, and she says just five or six, but they're sick enough to be in the hospital. Uh, parents are getting pretty anxious, and they think it's contagious. So we cut to the hospital. Sam and Dean are dressed in suits. Sam is saying, dude, I'm not using this ID. Dean's like, why not? And Sam says, because it says bikini inspector. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, that means it's not like, okay, does that mean that Dean made these IDs to say Bikini Inspector? Probably. Okay. My guess is that he probably was trying to screw with Sammy and like put Bikini Inspector on there. Right. Because, because Dean makes their IDs. So this was like something he did purposefully. Oh yeah. When I first watched it, however many years ago that was, I was like, oh, they just picked these up at a, at a joke shop or whatever. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think Dean made him. Probably. So Dean says, don't worry. No one will look that closely. Sam talks to a nurse and says he's with the Center for Disease Control, and she totally asks for his ID. (laughs) She shows her, or he shows her very quickly and asks for directions to the pediatric ward. On their way, they pass a room with a very creepy old lady inside. On her wall is an upside-down cross. Not good, by the way. No, that's never good. She's, like, super sketchy, like, just, like, turns and looks at him and, like, turns back yeah no <laughs> very very sinister so she turns and glares at dean um and then turns away uh they speak with a dr heidecker he says that they've got six cases in five weeks he says at first he thought it was bacterial pneumonia but the kids aren't responding to antibiotics and their white cell counts keep going down it's like their bodies are wearing out uh, it works its way through families but only the children one sibling after another Dean asks if they can interview some of the kids, but none of them are conscious. So they speak to the dad of the little girl from the beginning of the episode. He says his second daughter got sick just one night after his oldest. So Dean asks him how he thinks they caught pneumonia, and he says it was from an open window. He knows he closed. He knows he closed it. He knows he closed it. He knows it. He knows. He closed it. So his daughters must have opened it because it's a second story window with no ledge. No one else could have opened it. On their way out of the hospital, Sam tells Dean that this might not be anything supernatural. It could just be pneumonia. But Dean thinks their dad sent them there for a reason. Maybe something opened up that window. Sam says it'll be a while before um, that dad goes home. So we cut to inside that dad's house. Sam and Dean have broken in. They're EMFing and blacklighting, but are coming up with nothing. So Sam goes to the window and notices on the sill a fucked up looking handprint that has rotted the wood. Super sketchy. Yeah, that's gross. No I don't, I don't think I ever picked up on the fact that it had rotted the wood before. I think the only reason that I like recognized it is because they said it. But like, I mean, it definitely looked like something at least at the very least like burned its hand. Yeah, into, that's what I know? thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sam asks, what the hell leaves a handprint like that? And we cut to Dean having a flashback. Uh, and we see young Dean looking at a picture of the same handprint. Uh, they're in a motel, and John is telling a young Dean, you know the drill, anybody calls, you don't pick up. If it's me, I'll ring once and then call back. Dean's like, we've gone over this a million times. I'm not stupid. <laughs> but John says it only takes one mistake. John says if he's not back Sunday night to call Pastor Jim, and he says he to lock the doors and windows, close the shades, and most important, watch out for Sammy. If something tries to bust in, shoot first, ask questions later. How old do you think Dean is in this flashback? I would guess like 10 or so. Yeah, I think so. Because not quite like teenager. Oh, not even not. like preteen. They picked good like um, kids for this, you know, to like play. Oh, yeah. I mean, not only for like kind of looks wise. I mean, of course, they're going to change a lot or whatever. So you, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be perfect. But like as far as like attitude wise goes. Yeah. <laughs> that kid's got it. Yeah. <laughs> agreed. Um, back in real time, Dean tells Sam that he knows why their dad sent them here. He's faced this thing before and he wants them to finish the job. Dean looks really sad and kind of scared. Uh, we cut to outside a motel. Dean has just told Sam that what they're hunting is called a striga. He says it's kind of like a witch. Uh, their dad hunted one in Wisconsin about 16 or 17 years ago. Sam says he doesn't remember this. Dean thinks that uh, this may be the same striga dad was hunting before. Sam asks why the thing is still breathing, and Dean says it got away. It happens. Maybe Dad didn't have his Wheaties that morning. <laughs> 
okay. <laughs> yeah, so they go inside the motel office, and a kid comes up to the desk. He says to Dean, king or two queens? Dean says, two queens. And the kid looks at Dean and Sam and says, yeah, I bet. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I really like this kid. Also, he's got beautiful hair. He does have some pretty awesome hair. I feel like Sam like looked at his hair and was like, that's what I got to go for. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I mean, this kid does not believe that Sam and Dean aren't like a thing. Yeah. You know? He's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Sure. <laughs> so the kid's mom comes up and asks the kid to get his brother some dinner, but he says he's helping a guest. Then he goes and pours some milk for his brother, and Dean has another flashback. Uh, young Dean is pouring young Sammy some milk and cooking him dinner. Sam says he's sick of SpaghettiOs, and he wants some Lucky Charms. Dean says there's only one bowl left, and he hasn't had any yet. Sam looks like he's about to cry, so Dean gives him the Lucky Charms box. What a good big brother. Yeah. I mean, he's, like, reluctantly doing it. He's, like, sighing and, like, yeah. Sam reaches in and pulls out the prize and offers it to Dean. Cute kid. Yeah. It is so sweet, the whole thing. The whole thing was really (laughs) sweet, yeah. Uh, We cut back to big Sam and Dean. (laughs) They're in the room, and Sammy has been doing his research. (laughs) As he does. Yes, exactly. He says, Astriga is kind of a witch. They're Albanian, but legends about them date back to ancient Rome. They feed off of life force or essence. Strigas can feed off of anyone, but they prefer children, probably because they have a stronger life force. Basically Death Eaters. <laughs> they totally are. Strigas are invulnerable to all weapons devised by man or God, but Dean says the Striga is vulnerable when it feeds. You can blast it with consecrated wrought irons, buckshot, or rounds. Sam says Strigas take on a human disguise when they're not hunting. It could be anything, but it's usually a feeble old woman, which um, maybe how the witches as old crones legends got started. Dean pulls out a map of the area. He's marked all of the houses with the victims on it. In the center of those houses is the hospital. Dean tells Sam about the creepy old woman he saw there. Sam's like, an old person, huh? In a hospital? (laughs) I mean, to be fair. Right. uh, It makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Dean tells him about her inverted cross, and so Sam takes him seriously. Uh, We cut to the hospital. Sam and Dean creep into the old lady's room with their guns out. (laughs) She's sitting in her chair, not moving or reacting, until Dean gets right up in her face. She scares the crap out of Dean when she suddenly says, Who the hell are you? You you trying to steal my stuff? Um, Actually, I'm trying to make sure you're not killing anybody, but that's fine. Sam says they're maintenance, and they thought that she was sleeping. She she says she was sleeping with her peepers open. (laughs) Which, okay, that was like my favorite Favorite part of this whole thing. I'm sleeping with my peepers open. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so good. That was good. Um, then she asked them to fix her crucifix. So Dean taps it and it spins right side up. Also, it's not a crucifix. It's just a cross. Right? Doesn't isn't yeah, a crucifix have to have Jesus on it to be a crucifix? Yeah, crucifix is where, like, you know, you've got Jesus on the cross. And that's, I mean, if there's no Jesus, it's just a cross. You know? I learned this, like, literally a year ago. I thought uh, no. it was just another word for cross. I didn't know that it had to have Jesus on it. Like, that was, like, a Jesus word. <laughs> how, did this, how did this come up? I don't know. I was having some sort of conversation with my cousin, and it, it just came up naturally in the conversation. <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, you know, whatever. We were either talking about Supernatural or horror movies, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, probably. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, we cut to the motel. The young boy who checks Sam and Dean into the motel is asleep in the room uh, with his brother. We can see outside the window that the Striga has arrived. Uh, We cut to the morning. Sam and Dean are about to go into their motel room. Sam is laughing at the face Dean made when the old lady startled him. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, like, she may not be bad, but she's still creepy. Yeah, Dean (laughs) Dean says he almost shot her, and he really did. He, like, jumped back, like, 20 feet and was just looking totally, like... Like his heart stopped. Yeah. That was scary. Yeah. So... (laughs) It's really funny. (laughs) I mean, she scared me. Yeah. yeah. There's something creepy about the word peepers, too. I think it has to do with the movie Jeepers Creepers, because in the first one, there's that song where, you know, they sing oh, the, the Jeepers. Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, where'd you get those, those peepers? peepers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. so that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> you know, I don't know what, okay, 
Persqueeter just popped back in. Peepers, Persqueeter, you know, same yes, thing, right? Yes. <laughs> they're not the same thing, Rochelle. I know, they're not the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> no one has butt eyes. <laughs> I hope. That would be terrifying. <laughs> And now I'm going back to the, the little naked cat with the spatula on the couch. Oh, no. <laughs> did I talk about that on here? No, did you didn't. Okay, so definitely there is an email or something. Oh, yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, you did. With the cat at the vet's office. The, and they had to, like, get the spatula yeah. and scrape the cat's butt because oh, it was, like, suction cap to the glass. That is very, very upsetting. <laughs> it's very upsetting, but it's hilarious. Uh, That's immediately where my mind went to right then. And now I'm thinking about pink eye again. <laughs> Great. Welcome. <laughs> it all goes back to pink eye. <laughs> Buttholes and pink eye. <laughs> Don't so, put that on the shirt. <laughs> okay. Okay. So then, then Dean notices the kid outside looking upset. So he goes and talks to him. His name is Michael. And he says his brother is sick with pneumonia. And it's his fault because he didn't make sure the window was latched shut. Dean says it's not his fault, but Michael says it's his job to look after his brother. Dean says he knows what that's like because he's a big brother, too. Michael's mom comes outside and is headed to the hospital, so Dean offers to drive her. We cut to Sam calling Dean from a library. He's found reports of kids getting sick and dying in the other towns in Wisconsin every 15 to 20 years. In all the other places, it goes on for months, dozens of kids before the streak moves on. Kids just languish in comas, and then they die. Sam says the earliest... Excuse me. The earliest account he could find is from the 1890s. He finds an old newspaper photo of a group of doctors from that case and sees Dr. Heidecker. This picture is from 1893. I know. I don't think it's the old lady. (laughs) It's definitely not. With her peepers. (laughs) Sleeping with her peepers. I know. (laughs) So they get off the phone and we see that Dean is actually in the hospital with Dr. Heidecker, who is um, stroking Michael's brother's head. He tells Dean that nothing is more important to him than these kids. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Dean looks like he's going to punch him in the face. (laughs) So we cut to Sam and Dean in their motel room. Sam says doctors are the perfect disguise because you're trusted so you can control the whole thing. He says he's surprised Dean didn't draw his gun on him right there. Dean says, first of all, I'm not going to open fire in a freaking pediatric ward, which is smart. I mean, I you think. know. Yeah. That would have <laughs> been then you better. get kicked out and you can't go back if you need to. Well, yeah. Also, you might kill kids. So there's also that. that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Our brains went two different places. I know. So we funny. both probably would have gotten around to the other one at some point. But <laughs> yes. Uh, second, and wouldn't have done any good because the bastard's bulletproof, unless he's chomping down on something. And third, I wasn't packing, which is probably a really good thing because I probably would have burned a clip in him out of principle alone. Well, and I don't know, at least in Washington, I'm pretty sure, like, with, you know, your CPL, like, you can't have it at schools or in right. hospitals or anything like that anyway, so mm-hmm. that's probably why he didn't have it. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Sam says, you're getting wise in your old age. <laughs> and Dean says, you're damn right. <laughs> get off my lawn. Because <laughs> now I know how we're going to get it. He says the Strigo works through siblings, and last night it went after Michael's brother. So tonight it's coming for Michael. Sam's like, then we got to get him out of here. But Dean says, no, that would blow the whole deal. Dean wants to use the kid as bait. Sam is not happy about this. Dean says, it's the only way. If the Strigo gets away, it could be years before they get another chance. Dean says, Dad did not send me here to walk away. Sam's like, dude, he sent us here, not just you. But Dean says, this isn't about Sam. He says, I'm the one that screwed up. This is my fault. There's no telling how many kids have gotten hurt because of me. Sam is like, what the fuck are you even talking about? How is this your fault? (laughs) So Dean tells Sammy about his first encounter with the Striga. He says it was the third night in a crap room and he needed to get some air. In a flashback, we see that Sam is sleeping. So Dean goes out to play some video games. Dean goes back into the motel room, and we see the Striga attacking Sam. Dean grabs a gun, but he hesitates, and just then, John comes busting through the front door. He sh- he shoots at it. He shots at it. He shoots at it. <laughs> he shots at it. I did not spell this word correctly. Um, he shoots at it, but it gets away. John wakes up Sammy, who is totally fine. And Dean explains that he went out and that he's sorry. John is pissed. He's glaring at Dean and clutching Sam. 
And I got to wonder at this point if Sam is his favorite son because he's kind of acting like <laughs> it. I mean, he's, he's just, definitely he, pissed at Dean. He just has least. this whole, like, protect Sammy at all costs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it doesn't seem like he feels that way about Dean. I think it's like a, you are your brother's keeper. Yeah. And that's kind of it. Yeah. <laughs> at, least, at least at this point. I mean, later this makes sense. Yes. You know, but still. You're right. It's still just kind of amazing that he's put that kind of pressure on Dean. Yeah, like, you know? you're 10, shoot things, and oh, by the way, protect your brother. Like, listen, yeah. I gotta, like, at least he knows how to make food for himself, but still, you know, like... Would Dean being there and be, being awake even have, like, made the Striga not come in, though? No. Kinda, I doubt it. would have made a difference. You're right, exactly. Like, so. I think he, John's just mad because, like, he couldn't get it, you know? Yeah. Like, and, or, I mean, I think... Mo- at the most, the only thing he could be mad at Dean for is like hesitating to shoot the thing as mm-hmm. it was going after Sammy. But that's it. I mean, because he didn't even that, see Dean hesitating as a thing. Yeah, because that well, happened that's before true. he busted yeah, in. Yeah, because he busted so. in. So yeah, Dean mm. didn't even need to tell him that he wasn't there when you think about it. Yeah, because it would have come known. in anyways. Yeah. So grown up Dean tells grown up Sam that their dad just grabbed them and booked out of there. He dropped them off with Pastor Jim about three hours away, but when he went back for the Striga, it had disappeared. So this is the first time it's resurfaced. Their dad never spoke of it again, and Dean didn't ask. But Daddy Winchester looked at him different, which was worse. He says, not that I blame him. He gave me an order, and I didn't listen. I almost got you killed. Dad knew this was unfinished business for me. He sent me here to finish it. Yeah, you know... (laughs) The whole thing isn't Dean's fault, though. Like, so, it would I mean, happened. The, right. And he Anyways. says that, like, Daddy Winchester looked at him differently from, like, that moment on. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. I didn't take it as that. I just, like, kind of took it as, like, he looked at him differently at that time, you know? Like, oh, yeah. I took it, I took I it as, like, from that moment on. Because, I mean, now mm-hmm. it's definitely, like, you know, because Sammy ran off or whatever. Like, he's not the good kid anymore or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like... Sammy's more of the disappointment than Dean is at this point, so. We don't really know that that's true, though. I mean, I mean we don't, proud but of Sam, that's kind of how they, like, I mean, I think he's proud of him, but I think it's just kind of like, you know, they, they've they had more of rough patches than, right. you know, Dean's more of the, I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do, and Sam is the defiant one, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, we cut to Sam and Dean explaining everything to Michael. He thinks they're bonkers. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. But Dean uh, says he's seen it because it attacked his brother once, too. They ask Michael for his help, but he's like, fuck no. (laughs) I don't think so. Right. Michael eventually comes around. He asks Dean, you do anything for your little brother? Dean says, yes. Michael says, me too. I'll help. And Sam and Dean share an emotional look. He's a brave, stinking kid. And also, like, I think that was a kind of a bonding moment for him and Dean. Yeah. You know, like, Sam is like, you, both big brothers. you do anything for me. <laughs> Hard eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to Michael's room. Sam and Dean are setting up night vision cameras so they can keep an eye on Michael. He asks them what he's supposed to do. Dean says, stay under the covers, and if the streaker comes in, Sam and Dean will bust into the room with guns, so Michael needs to roll off the bed and crawl under it. Dean tells him that if he doesn't want to do this, he won't be mad. But Michael says he wants to. Just don't shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a simple request, yeah. it seems like. <laughs> that is a brave kid. Because this kid's probably like 10 years old, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with yeah. fabulous hair. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we cut to 3 a.m., Sam tells Dean he's sorry for giving Dean so much crap about always following Dad's orders, but he knows why he does it. Dean says, oh, God, kill me now. <laughs> he does not handle emotions yeah. well. <laughs> then they see the Striga come into Michael's room and start attacking him. They bust into the room. Michael rolls under the bed, and they start shooting at it. They think it's dead, but then it pops up and throws Dean into the wall knocks Sam over, and starts sucking out his life force. (laughs) I've seen you before. Let's do this again. I remember this flavor. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. That's terrifying. It is. Kind of gross, too. (laughs) Yeah, it is gross. (laughs) Sam's face goes all dark and sunken, and then Dean shoots it and kills the Striga. Dean says, you okay, little brother? Sam gives him a thumbs up. The Striga deflates like a creepy-ass balloon. (laughs) 
and we see life force flying out of him, probably back to all the sick kids. Yeah. So we, it's like one of those. Oh, what are those things? Um, you know, there is something in some sort of movie, or maybe it was a later episode. I don't know that I saw huh. that. Like you kill it, and then everything kind of like leaves it. I don't know. I don't know. I feel that that's like a common theme. Not that I can tell you what exactly. It just looked familiar. Okay, what I'm thinking of is actually the Scooby-Doo movie, like the live-action Scooby-Doo movie. You know, that's probably actually what I was thinking about. (laughs) When Scrappy-Doo turns out to be the bad guy. Yeah, Yeah, all the little floaty head things. Yep, that's what it is. (laughs) I love that movie. (laughs) It's okay. The little chant song that they do is pretty entertaining. Yeah. All of it's entertaining. (laughs) I mean. I love all the marijuana jokes. (laughs) yeah (laughs) all of it's great so okay so we cut to the morning sam and dean are packing up baby michael and his mom come by and say that michael's little brother is all better Um, no one can explain it it's a miracle all the other kids are better too michael and his mom leave and sam says to dean that it's too bad that michael will always know what's out there i'm sorry well michael will always know that things are out there i can't even read my own writing (laughs) <laughs> Michael is going to know something. He's going to know something's up. Michael He's will never going to be the same again. Michael, we'll <laughs> that's pretty much what this says. Michael will always know that there are things out there in the dark. <laughs> He'll never be the same. <laughs> Sam says he wishes he could have... Um, so, oh, no. <laughs> Sam says he wishes that he could have that, that he could have had that kind of innocence. Dean says, if it means anything, sometimes I wish that you could too. They get in baby and drive away. And credits. <laughs> so my thoughts. Yes. Um, this one's not so much a thought as a story. <laughs> so the whole sleeping with the peepers open thing. I think I told you about this. And it may or may not have been on the podcast. I don't remember. But I'm going to tell it again. So sorry, folks, if you've already heard this. Yes. <laughs> but um, so when we were taking, when we were in Europe... After I graduated, we were doing our trip or whatever. I, we took a train from, I think it was Switzerland down to Italy. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I fell asleep on the train with my eyeballs open. Oh, my God. <laughs> How do you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't try and do it. I, I didn't know it was happening, but it happened, apparently. And so I was like, okay. you know. And so I, there's pictures, though, of me, like, hanging sideways <laughs> in a train seat. <laughs> With my mouth open and my eyes open, just like it passed out. Oh my god, I bet you just looked like you were dead. (laughs) Well, my mom apparently was like, somebody check her pulse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. And apparently there's like every time, because I was in an aisle seat, so every time somebody walked by, they'd like look at me going, what the heck? (laughs) (laughs) What is going on? That's great. Yeah. I'm not proud, but it happened. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. (laughs) You know, so sleeping with my peepers open. Yeah. (laughs) I've done it. Oh my god. I don't remember doing it. It's probably for the best. You know. Wouldn't your eyes just be so dry? They probably were. I don't remember, but I mean, Ugh. one could assume that they were probably not feeling great after that. I was at a sleepover when I was in like junior high sometime and this girl, I don't I think her name was Jessica. She was she would pretend to fall asleep. With, and, and she'd have her eyes like wide open and staring straight up and I would I was sleeping next to her and I would just get in her face and be like whoa and, and she was fucking with me the whole time she'd, she'd like jump scare me like boo and I'd be like ah. yeah it happened like five fucking times how come you didn't get it after the first or second I time I don't know though? she like told me earlier in the night that like she slept with her eyes open a lot so I kept thinking like is this it is she asleep <laughs> Oh, no. What a bitch. <laughs> Actually, she was a pretty cool girl. <laughs> but, not, yeah. You know, Gullible is written in the sky right now. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's totally me. <laughs> hey, listen. So, Chris actually pulled that one on his aunt when we were over at his family's house for oh, his no. dad's birthday and we were walking on the beach with his aunt. Because, P.S., by the way, this was like, it was this was super awesome. So, we went over there for his dad's birthday and... His aunt was like, oh, you know, nobody wants to go down to the beach with me, but I want to go down to the beach. And Chris and I were like, yeah, we'll go, whatever. You know, it's fine. Yeah. And so we go down there and I don't know how it came up, but Chris was like, you know, gullible's written in the sky. And she looks straight up and is like, 
Oh, you <laughs> <laughs> It is great. But the whole reason that we were down there is because the family was like trying to distract us or whatever because they threw us a surprise bridal shower since I can't be here for the, for the bridal shower. But so it was super cool. It was really awesome. That's but really sweet. It was kind of funny. The whole global in the sky. Thing yeah. Was, it was pretty good. <laughs> I, I fell for that once, I think. Just like yeah. when I was younger. Yeah. I was like, huh? Oh. <laughs> oh what's gullible? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've done stuff like that before that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> but anyways so that's that another um interest so moving on to interesting facts um wait did I, you did you talk about your thoughts that was my thought oh, okay that, that was, was your only, only thought, thought. okay okay I, I mean i guess the kid is kind of like a mini dean you know like that was yeah kind of cool like and it was fun to see how like dean interacted with the kid and was like dude we're like we're homies, man. Like, yeah, it was cool. We get each other. I really, I really thought it was amazing. Like, well, I guess I'll say this for my favorite moment. Let's talk about favorite moments. <laughs> okay, what was yours? Sleeping with my peepers open. Come on. <laughs> so creepy. It's great. <laughs> it's hilarious. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Um, my favorite moment was when. Um, Dean kills the striga and then he goes, "You okay, little brother?" Like he's he like literally says "little brother" to Sammy, and it's just so cute. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Bless you. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, um, so oh, listen to how hard it's raining. Jeez. Oh man, the patio cushions are gonna get wet. <laughs> Oh well. Oh well. It'll probably be eighty degrees by you know tomorrow anyway. So yeah, it'll be fine. But okay, no, sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> so um, for interesting facts for this episode. So when I was looking, when I was going to watch the episode, and I wouldn't have caught this, so I decided to go through and like because I pretty much do a page of notes, so I just went through and, like, labeled all the pages. I went down the thing on Netflix and was, like, wrote down all the um, titles of the episodes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what this episode is actually, like, technically called because when you look at it on Netflix on the little list of the episodes in the series or in the season, mm-hmm. um, it says Something Wicked This Way Comes. But then when you actually watch the episode and, like, the title that pops up is just Something Wicked. So oh, weird. I don't know what the heck the title of this episode is. We should look on the DVDs. Yeah. Because oh, that'll yeah. have the real one as opposed to just like what Netflix is yeah, saying you would think or showing. So. Yeah. You would hope so. Right. I mean, that should be like the official. Yeah. Yeah. I've got it somewhere upstairs. Yeah, I have them somewhere. But yeah. Um, we can get back to you on that if we remember. <laughs> <laughs> but um, some other interesting facts. Um, so the title of the episode is based on Shakespeare's play Macbeth with the line, Toil and Trouble, Fire Burns and Cauldrons Bubble. By the pricking of my thumb, something wicked this way comes. That is a tongue twister. Let me tell you that right now. I know. (laughs) That was rough. (laughs) All of Shakespeare is a tongue twister. Yes. (laughs) I would have to completely agree with that. Yes. Um, So the old woman in the hospital, um, who Sam and Dean first suspect is the Striga, is staying in room number 237. Um, Room 237 is notorious in Stanley Kubrick's? The yes. Shining, mm-hmm. um, the room where Danny is attacked by an old woman and Jack has a strange encounter of his own. That's the naked woman, right? Naked woman in a bathtub. Strange, <laughs> strange encounter always means naked woman in a bathtub or aliens. <laughs> There's no. It's either UFOs or somebody <laughs> naked. There is no in between. Yeah. Those are the only encounters that can be called strange. <laughs> apparently. I mean, there are some things that could be strange other than that, but. Yeah. Holy yeah. rain. Look at that. I know. It looks it's... like somebody's got a hose turned on outside. I know. I wonder if they can hear it, like, on the recording. Okay, let's be really quiet. That's creepy. It's so weird. Are we in a horror movie right now? I hope not. Me too. <laughs> the dogs would be barking if oh, we were you're in a right. horror movie. It's fine. Okay. They're, they're, they're at least good for something. You know, they're not great as far as, like, you know, being smart sometimes <laughs> if there's something weird they will bark okay so. <laughs> there's that all right i feel better <laughs> um 
so another interesting fact about this episode um sam's bikini inspector badge reads this agent is authorized to operate at any beach park or backyard pool party or warm climate local in the world no restrictions or limitations are to be placed on their visual or physical inspections violators will be sub- subject to tickling and spanking oh huh? my god <laughs> 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 okay like i didn't even like the it's so tiny on the thing, like, you couldn't even tell. I mean, it just looks like a regular old badge, you know? Yeah. That's kind of great. Like, I, they must have, like, made that just to be funny, and then were like, by the way, this interesting fact about this episode. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Here's what we did. I totally, <laughs> totally love that. Can you imagine Sam coming up to you and being like, I'm the bikini police. Or the bikini inspector. <laughs> I mean, Sam or Dean doing that, it'd be like, okay. I know. <laughs> Did you say there's tickling involved? Because I hate being tickled, though. Let's be real. I throw elbows. I I hate it, too. I always just, like, immediately have to pee. Yeah. Yeah. So our research from this week um, is from the Clarion website. It's about the Sanatorium Hill near near Fitchburg, Wisconsin. So it's not actually in Fitchburg, but near it. Um, From 1930 to 1966, Sanatorium Hill was known as Lakeview Sanitarium. Um, it was a treatment center for severe cases of tuberculosis. Always with the tuberculosis. I don't know what it is. Like, okay, I don't know enough about tuberculosis to, like, know what it does, but it must, like, have some sort of, like, mental effect on you. You know, like, it makes you hallucinate or I don't know anything something. about it. Like, my only, like, knowledge of it is what's-her-name in Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure is not an accurate depiction of TV. I mean... <laughs> so that's all I got. Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. She but... just, like, coughs up blood and passes out occasionally. Yeah. I mean, from what I remember, it's just kind of, like, coughing and then, like, some sort of, like, virus or something. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it... I, I don't know enough about it to know, like, why, for some reason, all these sanatoriums are, yeah. like housing we'll research that next we'll get back to you guys yeah (laughs) um so after the need for sanatoriums dwindled due to the invention of new medications used to treat tb um the lakeview sanitarium was sold to the county to serve as the department of dane county human services which it's still which is still what it is today um and it has 48 acres of woods behind it and they're called the lakeview woods which that's creepy. Why would you call it that? Like, why does it need a name? Like, okay, when I went to Whitworth, they have, like, 40 acres that the school is on, and then there's 40 acres that is, like, just woods, and they call it the back 40, you know? like Weird. That's, I feel like a fairly normal name. It's, like, because 40 acres, 40 acres, whatever, this is just the back 40 that nobody yeah. uses, and people would go, like, hiking and running and stuff in it, but, like... And sledding, and let me tell you what, those hills are scary, because they're, like, straight down, and people, the guys oh, would, like... Oh, did you just say sledding? Sledding. I heard you say sledding. What? I don't know, I was like, <laughs> what? Why does it matter how steep the hills are? <laughs> so confused. Oh, no. <laughs> sledding, folks. Sledding, like, oh, what fun it is to <laughs> No, no. no. <laughs> Not sledding. Nope. Definitely okay. sledding. All right. I'm going to go sledding on the back 40. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Apparently my allergies make me not talk white. White. I'm not going to talk white. That was know. perfect. I can't do it. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, anyway. It's all right. <laughs> all I'm saying is there could be a better name than Lakeview Woods. Yes. Like, mm, uh, Anyways, <laughs> so the woods and trails um, that wind through the Lakeview Woods <laughs> are supposedly haunted, but not the building, which is interesting because oh, you, would you think, think it would that be an like, old building, yeah. All the weird stuff happened in the building, so it would be part of that. I don't know, like maybe some people escaped and wandered around, and I don't it's all know. the sledding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'll let it go. Oh, no. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> so, um, the site is on a tall hill overlooking a lake, um, a location that Native Americans believe is sacred. So, is it like... Well, okay, so it, it's believed that the site used to be used for Native American ceremonies or, bur- or burial grounds, but, like, 
Have they actually found anything? It just says it's believed, so that means that it's just all speculation. Like, maybe it's one of those, like, the Native Americans in the area are like, yeah, this is, you know, sacred ground to us for, you know, whatever reason, but, um, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if they're near, like, a, um, like, a reservation or something. Maybe. Maybe. Huh. Hmm. Anyways, um, <laughs> so there's a little cemetery on the grounds, and the eastern side of it is a paranormal hotspot. Yippee. <laughs> most most of the reports of odd occurrences happen in that spot, so, I mean, you know, cemetery. That makes sense. That part makes sense. I wonder yeah. if it's a cemetery, I mean, so it's a cemetery from the sanatorium. Like, it's the people who died there, do you think? It must be. I don't know. It, it just probably says is. there's a little cemetery. So, I mean, maybe that's, like, Native American burial grounds, that it's, like, that sort of cere- or cemetery and it's still marked? Or huh. if it's, like, from the... You would think that if it's supposed to be, like, haunted or whatever, that it would be from, you know, the, the, the sanatorium. sanatorium yeah. So, but... I don't know. <laughs> so there are accounts of strange mist formations. Sketchy. Ooh. Okay, let's be real. Like anytime there's mist anywhere, it I'm like half expecting something to come walking out of yeah, it. Yeah, you know? exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucked up shit is going down when yeah. you see misty areas. Yeah. Okay. So near where my high school um, is. I, should, I almost said was. It's still there. It's not that old. <laughs> it's definitely still there. Across from it, there's this, like, housing development thing. It's kind of, like, in a bowl almost. It's, like, kind of sunken into the ground a little bit. I don't know why. But for some reason, there's, like, massive amounts of mist there in the morning. And, like, that whole bowl area oh. is just, like, covered in mist. And it's the creepiest thing. That I sounds super creepy. I remember, like, going to school some mornings and being, like, you know, and then you could like the feeling of mist though. I don't mm-hmm. like it. I think I've watched just enough scary movies and yeah. shows that like I can't I don't like mist. The um the road that I grew up on, um, it's like this long, windy, like pretty secluded, like marshland road. Mm-hmm. And in the morning, like I think I was going to high school one morning and there was it was always so foggy, so foggy, like you couldn't see three feet in front of you. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a two lane, like windy road with like the telephone poles like really close to the road. Mm-hmm. So not safe at all. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and one morning um someone was walking a kid, well like a teenager I think was walking down the side of the road and a car hit him. Ooh. And um like knocked him you know like he flew in front of the car he flew some feet yeah and then um as like the car stopped and called 911 and then as they were waiting for the ambulance to get there another car came up and hit that car and that car ran over him again oh i know I did know. he make it through that no yeah i was gonna yeah. say that's like yeah. yeah there's not gonna be much left of you after that one yeah like and Just, how fast were they going too, I, it, the know? speed limit on that road is 40 but it was like morning it was like 6 a.m yeah you know so you yeah. can't see anything yeah also why would you walk out on that road if you know that it's I've, dangerous? I've had to walk on that road i like, mean not saying that yeah. you shouldn't but like maybe in the mornings when it's right. you can't see anything you know like yeah. Just it's a messed up out, road. You know? All of yeah. it's messed up. I'm sure the whole thing is haunted. <laughs> so many things. Not, it's not right. <laughs> None of it is right. Yeah. <laughs> so in the cemetery, as well as the mist formations, there's also cold spots and feelings of anxiety and being watched. No, thanks. <laughs> right. right. Um, the trails in the woods are also hot spots, um, and more menacing experiences are reported here, which lead many to believe that there's an angry presence that haunts the woods. Ugh. My mind immediately went to the scarecrow. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> there's something in this forest. I was thinking more like Children of the Corn, and I realized that a forest is not corn, but. Well, still. neither is an apple orchard, so. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, okay. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so intense feelings of being stalked, apparitions, low tuned voice or low toned voices, sorry, and hair being pulled are commonly reported. That no is messed thanks. up. Hair pulling is more of like a poltergeist thing, I thought. I don't know. Like, cause every, like, not every, but a lot of accounts I've like heard of with poltergeist is where they like bitch slap you and like pull your hair and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. That's like, that's poltergeist. Too. I don't know enough about it to like, you know. Yeah. Form an opinion on any of that, but 
still. I listen I don't to a like lot. Any of it. I listen to a lot of like paranormal podcasts. So <laughs> I think like I'm just gonna shout out my favorite one, and that's why we drink so good. <laughs> and that's where I learned about the bitch slapping poltergeists. <laughs> Totally. The more you know. I know. It's a thing. <laughs> what is that from? Reading Rainbow or something like that? Or the, the oh, more I you don't know. know. With the, like the little star and the rainbow behind it. Is that from Reading Rainbow? I thought it was. Butterfly in the sky. Do you know the song? No. Butterfly <laughs> twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. Okay, I'm done. Oh, wait. That does. Okay. Reading Rainbow. Yeah. Okay. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> I remember watching that all the time when I was a kid, and Me not too. because I liked it, but just because it was on, and for some reason, that guy's voice was, like, very soothing. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would just, like, sit there and watch it, even though I, like, wouldn't get anything out of it. <laughs> I would just sit there and listen to the guy. What's that guy's name? He's a Star Trek dude. Uh, yeah. LeVar Burton? Burton? I, I don't know what it is. He actually is. has a podcast where he just reads. That would be very soothing. Yeah, also, it's, I would not retain called, any of it. I would just fall asleep. But. Well, yeah, I think it's. I think his name is his first name is definitely Lavar, but I think his last name is Burton. I might be thinking of the dude from Psych, but anyway, I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know. Why do I think that's his, anyway? Yeah, I think it's just like his name reads. Like the name of the podcast is like Lavar Burton reads. I'm gonna feel really bad if that's not his last name. Damn it! I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't have even told you what his first name was. Did I do that? That made sense. I was like, hold on. (laughs) For some reason, my brain stalled out and was like, that wasn't right. What you just said was not right. (laughs) It sounded right. Okay. Okay. We're going to go with it. Yeah. You should check out his podcast. I haven't haven't listened to it. And I don't know what he's reading. Obviously, books. But (laughs) I don't know what what, genre or anything. I have no idea. Yeah. Who knows? Um, So, on the property where this, the Lakeview Woods is are is there we go <laughs> there's an abandoned <laughs> building um that used to be the nurse's headquarters um on one side there's a glass pane door which people have reported seeing an apparition behind sketchy that's keep it locked in up. that's all i gotta say yeah <laughs> um intense feelings of anxiety and discomfort are common as well as accounts of hearing noises and voices around the whole building uh. so apparently there's two buildings it's not just the and one is like currently in use for like the headquarters or whatever the or human the human headquarters human resources or something <laughs> like that uh, human services thank you <laughs> what do you think that means human services i would guess that it's some sort of like i don't know i don't know i would think it's like a maybe an, i got nothing that's I just had, like two i had an idea and then i went my but my brian my, my brian my brain <laughs> I'm even dyslexic sometimes. I'm when pretty I talk. sure you just named your brain Brian. <laughs> oh no. It's <laughs> my uncle's name. <laughs> Wait, is it Y A N or I A N for Brian? I A N. Okay, we'll just name yours Y A N and you're good. <laughs> it's still kind of weird. I don't know if I can be okay with that. I mean,. I like my uncle a lot, but I feel like it's just weird to call my brain Brian. (laughs) It's an odd... Okay, so funny story about my uncle. Okay. (laughs) He has... So he's got this little, like, lump thing on the back of his head, which isn't, like... I mean, it's just part of... Because he's bald, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. it's just part of his head. Oh, and then I have to tell you about bald Sammy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) But at any rate, (laughs) we've come full circle, folks. But... So he used to tell us all the time when we were kids, I don't know why, that it was his extra brain. Mm-hmm. That, like, that's where he stored all of his extra information because he had, like, he didn't have enough brain space to remember all of the things that he needed to remember. And so he stored it in that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's creepy. <laughs> we just thought it was fascinating. We yeah. didn't think it was creepy. We're okay. just like, he's got extra brain space. Whoa. <laughs> you know, like... Talk about Voldemort and then the sky. But I'm fine. thinking of the first Harry Potter where Voldemort's on the back of what's his name's head. Oh no! That's what I'm thinking of when you said it, a lump on the back of. His, I'm thinking of a whole extra head. No, 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 no! <laughs> like just a little thing, just like a little, because like okay, at the back of your skull, if you feel like at the very back, there's like a dip in where your neck right. meets, and then you've got that little like lump right there, the occiput. Yeah. So like, it's it just like sticks out a little bit more I think I think it's just that I don't okay you know but still it was enough to like create a whole story about it apparently <laughs> that's super cute so anyways 
I don't remember how I got to that. Oh, my brain naming Brian, which means that I don't remember. Where was I going with that? I don't know where you were going with that. I'm I don't know sorry. Either. It's fine. So your story okay, about Walt's family. Okay, so I was watching, um, I was on Tumblr, and there was this little video playing of like a, I think it was like a prank that they, not really a prank that they pulled on set, on the set of Supernatural, mm-hmm. but they like set, you know, some sort of scene up. Anyway, so um, it was like Sam and Dean, and I think Misha, um, Castiel, sorry, like come running out of this room and they're like screaming about a fire. Have you seen this like little video where Dean's holding like a tiny little dog and like running away and um, no. Sam comes out, he's wearing a wig clearly and he's and it, it's on fire and he's running around <laughs> screaming and like they're all just like causing a commotion and one of the crewmen is just like, like looking on like he's bored. <laughs> and then Sam with his hair on fire, okay. Obviously, it's Jared, not Sam. Yeah. <laughs> this hair on fire comes and pulls the wig off and throws it on the ground. And he's got, like, he's, like, bald under it. Like, it's like that whole, I don't know what that's called, where you... The bald cap or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, but it looks natural. And it's only for, like, a whole second that you see it. And then when you when it go, the camera goes back to him, he's got his shirt pulled up over his head, probably to hide the bald. I don't think I could be okay with that. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say this. Like, I tried to, like, watch it again and again to, like, form an actual opinion. But, like, it worked. Like, it was okay. Still a hottie. I mean, yeah, but, like. But shocking. Like, like Mr. Clean shocking. <laughs> so my dad kind of looks like Mr. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> if you just gave him an earring and put him in white clothes, it'd be hilarious. Oh, no. I've been trying to get him for years to dress up as Mr. Clean for Halloween, and he won't do it because he doesn't do anything for Halloween. He'll, like, Aww. tally the amount of trick-or-treaters that come to the house, which is, like, five because we're behind another house. Oh, yeah. So, like... <laughs> You don't get anybody that comes back there. And the, to be fair, the driveway is long and it's dark. It's not lit, you know. Oh, yeah. So, like, so it's, no one wants to do that. I mean, some of the bigger kids sometimes do it. Or if it's kids from the neighborhood, then they'll do it. But, mm-hmm. like, other than that, you don't really get much of anything. So they'll buy a huge Costco bag full of candy every year. And knowing that you're probably only going to get, five like, like five people. Mm-hmm. And then we end up eating Halloween candy forever. That sounds great. I mean, yeah, but there's only so many... Like, you just start to feel sick after a while. (laughs) Killian's still got Halloween candy that we're, like, rationing out every day. I mean, you know, why not? Yeah. (laughs) As long as it's not bad, then it's fine. (laughs) Right. So what is your idget or ass butt moment for this week? Oh, okay. Also, did we talk about our favorite moments? We did. Remember mine was... Oh, yes, the peepers. Okay. Yeah, yours was the peepers. No! And mine was the, you okay, little brother? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyways. Okay. Okay. So, um... uh, was yesterday? No, a couple days ago was the 4th of July, and um, I thought it would be a great idea to drive down to Longview, which is like two hours away from where I live, mm-hmm. and um, visit my dad and his wife, um, and with my son while Eric was at work, that we'd go do that for the day. And um, He had to work on the 4th? Yeah, right? That sucks. I know. Hmm. He totally did. It did suck. Huh. So, anyway... Um, so we had a really fun day and then we left around eight o'clock. And so driving mm-hmm. back at night in the dark on the 4th of July <laughs> was a terrible idea. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's only bombs going off everywhere. I, well, and a lot of like driving on I-5, like a lot of the freeway, especially in the Tacoma area is like raised up higher than the streets around it. So Bridges everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So there was actual fireworks exploding like right next to me, like at my height and it was just so like I know I was like just trying not to like be startled and like swerve the car and there was a lot of traffic like it wasn't like stop and go or anything we're all going the speed limit but there was just like it was just full yeah you know so it was like you really had to like not swerve and like other cars were like oh shit you know like and we also yeah and we also had a view of like the Muckleshoot reservation area for like 10 minutes on that drive Mm -hmm. and it looked like a war zone it is a war zone I used to live up there oh my gosh there's kids literally okay so like as you're going up that hill there's like Mm -hmm. two lanes on one side two lanes on the other side so I mean it's a pretty decent sized road but there was one time I kid you not people were um driving up this road and there's one kid on one side of the road and the other kid on the other side of the road like each on the sidewalk or whatever shooting roman candles up and over the cars as they're going by oh my god like like trying to hit each other over the cars yeah it's like if you like put that too low or 
anything like that, it's going to go through somebody's window and blow their car up. Yeah. Or, you know, any of that sort of, like, mm. I totally had that thought. I was like, yeah. someone's, like, firework just needs to get, like, knocked over. Yeah, it was. And it could just, like, blow out my car. Well, there was a fire in one of the stands this year, because oh. my guess is that's probably what happened. Like, I don't know what exactly, I just saw a link for it. So, I mean, who knows? It was on Facebook. It could or right. it may or may not be real, but, like. It looked, I mean, there was a picture of one of the stands burned up, and I, like, have driven by that place, and I used to live up there. I, like, I know which stands are there. Yeah. And so, I was, it was a little bit like, oh, good thing the whole thing, because they're just packed in there. They're all right next to each other, right. and there's, like, little walking lanes, basically, but, like, not much else. So, yeah. it's, like, kind of scary. If one goes up, there, it's going to be, like, literally a huge crater left like that's yeah. all that's gonna be there yeah at that point but yeah it was ugh. really weird to see like you know how like if you're at like a lake fireworks show you know they mm-hmm. they do them and then the last like five minutes are just like the big finale <laughs> yeah. it was like that the whole time mm-hmm. I saw it I was just like that's like yeah. amazing yeah. and like some of the drive was kind of magical you yeah. know what I mean because yeah. it was just like oh yeah. this, is, this is cool but yeah. most of it was just like don't swerve the car don't swerve the car <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have a huge field out there next to it that everybody just goes and lights stuff off. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just constant people just run, like, you know, 10 yards over, buy a firework, run out, light it off, go and run over it again, buy another firework and light it off. Fireworks, just people going they all make me really long. nervous. Yeah. Like, it might be... Well, I want to say, like, oh, it's because I have a kid now, blah, blah, blah. But I think they made me nervous beforehand. Yeah. I just get more and more neurotic as, the, like, I get older. <laughs> and that's just one of those things where I'm I like, mean, fireworks are dangerous. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's definitely, like, I won't tell you this story because it involves a kid and you'd freak out. But, like, right. <laughs> there, I mean, people do stupid things with them all the time. Mm-hmm. And they just, like, don't think. Yeah. They don't think Oh, about you know what? One of my very first memories... Um, I, for real, I, yeah. I don't know how old I was. I was younger than Killian. Um, but anyway, it was the 4th of July and it was at this, um, it was at my house. Um, and we lived in this tiny, tiny little house at the time over on East Hill. So not mm-hmm. far away from here. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom's parents were in town visiting us. They lived in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like the only time I remember meeting my mom's dad. Yeah. Like the only time. Yeah. And I remember this because I remember crawling back and forth between their laps, crying in their faces and screaming at them. And then just, because of the fireworks. Well, my dad and one of his best friends were having a Roman candle war. No. Oh. So they were on the street in front of us yeah. shooting it at each other. And I just remember thinking like, my dad is dying. Yeah. Somebody. You know what I mean? Die. Yeah. And, and it was and this. His best friend was one that a guy that babysat me all the time. So I like mm-hmm. loved this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like they were just like fighting and it was just like fire and death. And I was just screaming and yeah. my mom's parents were just looking at me like they're fucking there you know like you're, you're fine <laughs> yeah chill out and I'm like my dad is dying <laughs> I mean that's gonna be traumatizing for a kid it was I mean I clearly it, remember you know? it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway anyways fireworks boo <laughs> <laughs> I mean okay I gotta say I do like fire it's fun yeah fireworks are pretty fun I cannot okay if you were to go and buy a firework and light it off or, like, just burn a $50 bill, mm-hmm. the $50 bill would probably last for longer than the firework does. Right. You know, it's just, I mean, they're cool to watch. And, like, they are cool I watch. appreciate the shows and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't want to buy them just because it's, to me, it's just, like, a oh, huge yeah. waste of money. Me and too. especially growing up, like, on a reservation where there's fireworks all the time and it, it just gets annoying after a while because it's not just on the 4th of July or the 3rd of the Ju- July and 4th, you know, or right. whatever. It's like for weeks leading up to it and weeks afterwards because they just have to burn through all the fireworks, right? And so yeah. there's people out there at like, you know, one in the morning blowing them up like Ugh. for weeks, you know? Yeah. So it, I mean, they're kind of, that sort of setting is kind of obnoxious just because it's like, can you please just like light them off and then be done at 11 or whatever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> why yeah but Killian slept through the whole thing that's impressive because they're loud there were those really loud ones yeah yeah I was surprised and I didn't even have I had like the music on but I had it like up front with me Mm because I didn't want to listen to like sleepy music for him so that I didn't get tired (laughs) yeah right so yeah yeah, he just slept through the whole thing and I was kind of like I mean he's never seen fireworks at night because he's asleep asleep yeah Yeah, because he's three (laughs) yeah so like one year he's gonna finally see him I thought he would be awake for this drive for a little bit of it but nope yeah. 
That's yeah, okay. Well, you know, it's fine. Better to have him asleep and then not be a little terror the next day, you know? I know. He still got up at five in the morning the next day. And I, mean, I was like, what the fuck? Because he just gets up at that time anyways, right? Oh, so, like, no matter awful. what you put him to bed, like, yeah. that's just what he's If he goes up. to bed at six, if he goes to bed at eight, yeah. he wakes up at five. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Oof. So we're like, let's put him to bed at least a little early. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It sucks. What was your agent or ass butt moment? So my ass butt moment was not I did the ass butt thing. My car was an ass butt and it died on me. Oh, no. Like, it's dead. It's not coming back. Oh. Like, there is no sort of magic juju. I mean, okay. Like, if I were to dump a bunch of money into it, I could probably fix it. Yeah. But, like... So yesterday when I was driving to work, I, you know, it was doing fine. And then I, you know, I stopped at a stop sign and it kind of like was rocking a little bit. So I wasn't sure if I like had hit the brakes, like I hadn't hit the brakes all the way and it was just kind of like trying to stop, but I didn't. And so I like hit and then, you know, I was like, okay, whatever. But then it was time for me to go. So I went and then I stopped at a stoplight and then it was kind of like rocking back and forth. It was kind of like lurching me forward a little bit, but I mean, I wasn't going anywhere, but it was just like going back and forth and I'm like, okay you know and so I drive you know I go down the freeway I get pretty much all the way to work and I didn't really hit any lights or anything I think I hit one and it wasn't for very long and it was just kind of like a and I was like yeah oh no yeah and so but then I get to work and I pull into the parking lot I pull into the space and then as I like you know, and I thought it was maybe the brakes or something. So I like put it in park and put the emergency brake on. And I was like, okay. And then I like took my foot off of it and it was still just like, and like rocking me back and forth. That's and I'm like, scary. oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. And then I went into work and promptly forgot about it. Right. <laughs> and so I come back out to go and leave, you know, and go home. And I try and turn on the car and it's just like, making this weird like knocking sound and like kind of not really rocking anymore but just like and I was like oh no (laughs) and so I was like okay I'm gonna give it a break for a second maybe I just like didn't do it right for some reason I don't know yeah I was like okay and so I go and I try and turn it like turn it on again and it's like like even louder and I'm like oh no and so I had to call a tow truck because the stupid thing was an ass butt and decided to not even get me home I was like "Uh." I mean to be fair I'm glad that it like wouldn't turn on because if it would have turned on and I would have started driving it probably would have like died in an intersection or something somewhere which is like the worst thing yeah or like on the freeway which would have been even worse you know so I'm like Okay, you know, at least it just, like, didn't start at all, but I still had to, like, you know, because my mom has AAA, Mm -hmm. but my name isn't on the membership, so I had to go, and, like, I called the the number, and I was like, okay, here's the, you know, the number for the account or whatever, and they're Mm -hmm. like, well can your mom be there to pick it up? I'm like, no, she's in Europe, you know? (laughs) This isn't, like, there's no way she's getting here anytime soon, you know? And they're like, oh, well, unless she's there, we can't get your car, right? And I'm like... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no. The person who has the account, like, you, they'll let you tow whatever car you want, but the person that has the account has to be there. I and I'm know. like, oh, man, like, are you kidding me? And so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, she's like, well, we can just add you to the account for $37. And I'm like... That's not terrible. It's not terrible. And it goes through to like February or whatever. But I was like, well, I have to like ask, you know, because it's not my account, you know. And so I'm like texting my mom going, please answer. Please be awake, you know, because like time differences and all that sort of stuff. And then so I, you know, she's every time I'm asking her a question, she just responds with another question, right? And I'm, like, getting frustrated. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Just put me on the thing. I'll pay the money. I wouldn't have even asked. I'd rather, like, (laughs) it's, like, better to ask for forgiveness than permission at this point, you know? Exactly. I can't. I just need to go home, you know, because I knew that, like, the more time I spent on the phone, the longer it would take for me to get home, you know? Right. Because tow trucks are never there, like immediately which I was surprised this one actually it only took them like 45 minutes or something to get there they're oh, like cool. well they could be here anywhere from now and an hour and a half and I'm like oh yeah totally. and like meanwhile the office will be closing I could still hang out at the office I just you know whatever it just be boring but mm-hmm. um yeah so got my car and it's just 
dead in the driveway. <laughs> so, and then I, you know, they only pay for a certain amount of miles and where I work versus where I live is more than those miles. And so yeah. I had to pay to get the membership and then pay to have them tow it the whole way home. And I was just like, oh, that sucks. so yeah, my car was an ass butt and it decided to just like die on me. Oh. And it didn't really give me much of a warning other than that day, like the day previous, it was totally fine. Like there was no issues with it. Weird. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening right now. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank God it just died when you were already somewhere in the middle of the freeway. Yeah. And the good news is, is like, I was already planning on getting a car sometime soon anyways, Mm -hmm. like in the next couple of weeks or so, hopefully. So at this point, I'm just getting it, you know, a week or so sooner, but that's not that big of a deal because I was already kind of planning for that. So, and it was kind of the best case scenario, I guess, but I guess absolute best case scenario would be it just like wouldn't start in the morning. Yeah. But... Yeah. Still. Then you could have gotten out of a day of work. No, because I have my mom's car here. Oh, so bollocks. I've just been, you know, driving. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could have just taken a sick day, but yeah. <laughs> Lord knows that's, I have a lot of them. But <laughs> That screws other people over, though. Yeah. Sure. And, you know, considering I've got, you know, a month and a half or so booked out at a time, mm-hmm. like, with not very many spaces in between, it's just kind of like, I feel bad doing that, you right. know, so it, I mean, it is what it is, but... Yeah, so (laughs) that was my ass butt moment. My car was an ass butt and decided to just be done. (laughs) Yeah, that sucks. But yay, you're going to get a new car now. That's awesome. I get a new car that'll have AC and it'll have a radio that works. (laughs) You're going to get like a new car and a new home and a new husband. (laughs) This is true. All within a couple of months. Yeah. A lot of things going on in this next couple of months. (laughs) It's a big year for you. Oh my gosh, tell me about it. That's awesome. Maybe you'll get pregnant. Or not. Oh, come on. I got baby fever. I need you to have some babies. <laughs> hey, listen. I like babies, but give it some time. <laughs> okay, you have six months. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> anyway. So, so, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.